This episode of the Early Risers podcast is sponsored by the 5-Day Peak Performance Challenge. Guys and girls, if you are an entrepreneur or high performer struggling with poor focus, low energy, or no time, or maybe you're just looking to push yourself and level up your mental clarity and your daily performance without caffeine or other types of drugs, make sure to check out this challenge. In just five days, you're going to learn how to explode your daily energy, focus, and time, propel yourself into a deeper and more restful sleep, and build massive productivity and momentum in your life. People have been loving this challenge so far, and if you're ready to commit to taking things to that next level, make sure you check out the show notes for the link to join. Five days, five different ways to explode your performance. Make sure you check it out. And with that being said, let's get into the show. What's going on, everybody? You are listening to the Early Risers podcast. I'm your host, Skylar Dean, and I am an early riser. Now, if you are a first-time listener to the show, welcome. This show is all about helping you live a more effective life, and it's called the Early Risers podcast because that's what I believe an early riser to be, someone who's focused on living life more effectively. Now, to be an early riser, you don't have to be up at 4 a.m. or 5 a.m. or 6 a.m., But I truly believe that it just takes waking up earlier than you normally have to and using that extra time for uninterrupted personal development. So creating a morning routine that allows you to consistently grow and get better on a daily basis. So in honor for all those early risers out there who are continually looking to improve, this show is really here to help you live life more effectively. So if you are coming back to the show, welcome. I'm excited to have you back, and I am super excited for today's episode because we are going to be talking about how you can use challenges to increase your discipline, build confidence, and basically create your dream life, right? Build any habit, create new routines, new schedules, and it's so, so crucial to do, and I think it's just such a beneficial, fun way to gamify self-improvement, right? Self-growth. So we're really going to be talking about what these challenges are. This podcast episode is kind of in honor of Kat and I doing our 30-day workout challenge. We are currently on day, I believe, 21, so we're almost away. We have about a week left. And what's cool about this challenge is that it's pushing us to move every single day, right? So we set the rules that we have to get out and move for at least 30 minutes every day which is a great challenge, right? During the week, I'm usually exercising, but it's awesome to have that extra push to get you know, a full workout in on the weekends as well. And so we've actually talked about it and we love how it's kind of pushing us to work out together on the weekends and how it's just pushing us in general and we're probably gonna continue past these 30 days, which honestly is sometimes something that results from these challenges. So I really do wanna break down how these challenges are so useful, why they work, And yeah, it's going to be a great, great way to just push yourself and to improve upon your life in some way. So if you heard the intro, you know about the Peak Performance 5-Day Challenge. This is one of the reasons why I created this. So if you are in the spot where you have low energy, low focus, you want to boost your productivity, boost your energy, boost just every aspect of your life, definitely check out this challenge. The link will be in the show notes. And with that being said, let's move on to my current obsession. Now, I'm currently obsessed with this beautiful weather, right? If you follow me on Instagram, which if you don't, check me out at Early Risers Movement, 
But if you do, you've probably seen I've been spending a lot of time outside lately. I am a total outdoors addict. I just, I love the outdoors when it's nice out. And so I've been getting out there hiking. I've been doing runs. For my 30-minute workout today, I was considering going to the gym, but I stepped outside and it was just gorgeous. So I did a nice little run and I'm just totally, totally obsessed with this weather. Like it's an amazing feeling walking outside in shorts, in a t-shirt, in a cutoff, in no shirt, and just being fully, fully just relaxed and, you know, having the light of the sun shining on you and just feeling good. So are you obsessed with the weather as much as I am? If you are, let me know. Um, but yeah, so that is my current obsession. And with that being said, let's move into the show. Now, when we're talking about challenges, I'm talking about any specific number of days of doing things repeatedly, right? So it could be a workout challenge, it could be a habit building challenge, it could be a cutting out challenge. And we're going to kind of break down what these challenges are. But the point of the challenge is to consistently stick with something for a certain number of days. So the peak performance five day challenge, of course, is only five days. If you want to link up with someone and do a 30 day workout challenge like me and Kat, maybe it's a 100 day challenge, maybe it's a 365 day challenge, but in some way, it's pushing you to stay consistent. So why do these things work, right? Why are challenges such great ways to improve your life? So the first thing is that there is an allotted period of time right, which means that there is a deadline, there is a period for things to end. And when people are trying to improve their life and integrate these new habits, and they say, okay, well, I'm going to start eating healthier. And there's no end in sight, that when things come up, and they have these cravings, it's kind of tougher to refuse those cravings, because you're kind of saying no permanently, right. But if you're doing like a 30 day challenge of clean eating, and you see that food and you're 15 days in, then you're like, you know what, I only have 15 days left, I can resist this. Once the 15 days are up, I'll stuff my face, whatever. But because I'm doing this challenge, I need to stick to this. And I'm a firm believer that when you do integrate new habits, you really have to start small, you really can't do like an infinite cold turkey thing. Obviously, you have some instances where maybe that is the right call, maybe if your pains are strong enough, and you're really looking to run away from that. But in general, with most things of trying to integrate a healthier lifestyle or a better lifestyle, those longer periods of time don't work, right? So I'm a firm, firm believer in starting small. And that's why these challenges are so cool. Because if you put a label of, you know, 100 days, you just have to get to that finish line. This isn't like an eternal thing that you have to keep up with every single day for the rest of your life. And so it's super, super powerful because it keeps you in that mindset of, you know, I can withstand the pain now because there is an end in sight. This isn't a pain that I'm going to be walking with for the rest of my life. So that's one of the main reasons why challenges are so helpful. Another big part is there's usually some form of accountability in these challenges. You know, whether you enroll in the peak performance challenge, you have accountability through getting emails through the Facebook group that we have. Um, or if you are just doing a 30 day challenge with your friend or a family member or a loved one, right, you have that accountability. Like if I didn't feel like working out, and I was talking to cat about it, obviously, I would still go, right? Obviously, I would push myself to do that. Because how am I going to look her in the face and say, you know, we committed to this 30 day challenge, and I didn't do it, right? So accountability, obviously, is such a strong factor, it plays a huge, huge role in staying consistent and sticking to your word. 
And it's another reason why challenges are so helpful in general. And then another big thing is kind of this reframing aspect of how we look at challenges, right? Because if you go into the situation and say you say, you know what, I'm just going to do 30 days of clean eating. It feels like it's something you have to do, right? It feels like this burden that you have to take on. Whereas if you reframe that and you say, you know, I have a 30-day challenge of clean eating, that word challenge kind of gamifies the system, right? It's looked at as something that you are challenging yourself to do, which makes it a lot more approachable. It makes it kind of fun in a way because when we gamify it, gamify it and it's not such like a serious thing, like we're not looking in the mirror and feeling like we have to do this thing even though we don't want to at all costs, which it's kind of a challenge. Like when we challenge ourselves, we're more inclined to actually follow through. And so that's another big reason why challenges help because whether you are doing this by yourself or whether you have an accountability partner, if you feel like this is a challenge, most of us have that that desire deep down to actually follow through with the challenge and overcome it because we feel like we have you know triumphed something when we go through. We feel like we've beat something. Whereas again, if you set that standard or you set that goal feeling like you have to eat clean, you have to work out, things seem a little more difficult. So that's a really cool aspect of challenges as well is you get to reframe them and it's another big reason that I love them. So I quickly want to talk about like the two different types of challenges. So there's the addition challenge and then the subtraction challenge. The addition challenge is where you add something to your life, right? So it's a workout challenge. You're going to add working out, a meditation challenge, a morning routine challenge, a gratitude challenge. You're adding something to your daily routine. And then on the other end, you have the subtraction challenge, right? So you're taking something away. So maybe you find yourself drinking a little too much on the weekends or during the week, so you're going to cut out alcohol. Or maybe you feel like you've been eating too much sugar, so you're going to cut out sugar, right? So you have the addition, you want to build a healthy habit, or you have the subtraction where you want to break an unhealthy habit. And these both work for challenges, right? These are both things that you can commit to, that you can get a buddy, a loved one, someone to get involved and to also go through it with you to check up on you to stay in contact with and to stay accountable with and they're both ways for you to improve your life right obviously whether you are breaking a bad habit or building a good habit in some shape or form you're stepping towards a better version of yourself and so regardless of which one you choose they're both going to help you in some way right? So it doesn't really matter what you choose. It doesn't really matter how you approach it. It just matters that you make sure that you stay committed, you stay accountable, and that you actually take it seriously, right? You commit. So I quickly just want to break down how do you do a challenge. It's pretty self-explanatory. Number one, you have to find an accountability buddy, right? I really, really, really recommend you do this because it's not as fun if you're in this stuff alone, like having Kat be my accountability buddy is one of the best things ever because we just send each other pictures each day of our workouts. Or of course, if we do them together, it's kind of just, it's a fun thing to do, right? And it just feels good staying in contact and keeping each other updated about how things are going. Like what workout did we do today? What workout did we do yesterday? What are we going to plan out tomorrow or for the rest of the week? And it's a great, great way to make this an enjoyable challenge, an enjoyable experience 
rather than having it be something where you feel alone and maybe you go through some low points and you don't have anyone to talk to throughout the challenge if you're doing something really tough. So number one, find an accountability buddy. Number two, obviously you have to pick a challenge. Like what do you actually want to add or subtract for a certain number of days? And then obviously you have to pick how long you want to go for. I've seen five-day challenges out there. I've seen 30-day challenges. I've seen 75-day challenges. I've seen 100-day challenges. But just get clear, like, what do you want to do? You know, if you are currently working out twice a week and you commit to 500 days of two workouts a day, maybe that's not the best challenge, right? Because that's going to get pretty exhausting pretty quickly. You're not used to it. So make it simple. Make it one thing. Don't have it be like 20 different things. Um, I'm just going to plug. There's a challenge out there called 75 Hard. It's by this guy named Andy Frisella, and it's a big, big challenge, right? I think it is two workouts a day, one indoors, one outdoors. Then you have 10 pages of a personal development book a day. I think you have like cold showers in there. You have sticking to a certain diet, drinking a gallon of water. Like it's a lot. It's hardcore. And I'm not saying that that is impossible, and I know a lot of people do it, and I honestly am probably going to do it eventually, but if you're starting out in this fitness game and you found that you don't have a lot of willpower in the past, then that's not the best move for you, right? Start off by picking one thing. So find your accountability buddy, pick a challenge, get brutally, brutally clear on what that challenge is and how long it's going to be. And then also you have to get brutally clear about the requirements, right? Like when we, when Kat and I said that we were going to do this 30 day challenge, it wasn't just, okay, 30 days of working out. It was like, okay, well, what are the requirements, right? Do we have to do a certain type of workout? Can we take a walk? Like, is that intense enough? How long does it have to be? And so we literally sat down and we got clear, like this stuff has to be 30 minutes. It's some activity where your body is in motion. So you can do a walk, but push yourself, do a brisk walk, right? Don't just kind of take a stroll and just getting brutally, brutally clear about the requirements because throughout the challenge, maybe there are days where you look at yourself and you say, you know, I don't feel like doing this thing today, or I feel like bringing this thing back into my life today. And if there's this gray area, obviously you're going to negotiate with yourself and you're going to try to find a loophole and you're going to break the challenge, right? And so when you have these brutally clear requirements, there's no gray area and you can just make the decision, you can do the thing and there's no asterisk by if you've accomplished it or not, right? So last year, one of the cool challenges I did and something I'm doing this year as well is a weekly 24-hour fast. So once a week, just fasting for 24 hours. And I, at one point, was traveling in, I think it was like a week I was in California and Colorado. And I was traveling with family and friends. And there was a week where I just didn't fast a day, right? Because we were going out to eat, I didn't want to be that guy that was like, no, I'm good. I wanted to enjoy my experience. And so the next week I fasted for 48 hours, right? Two days. And while that was technically okay, right? Because I did the 52 days out of the week, it still broke the challenge because I wanted to get 24 hours in every single week. So seriously, when you do this stuff, like make sure there are no gray areas, make sure no asterisks, make sure that you have specific requirements 
that you are going to follow through with each and every day. And then the final thing you got to do after you find your accountability buddy, after you pick your challenge, pick the time frame, and get brutally clear on the requirements is you got to execute, right? Now, I have an episode of the podcast. It's ERM10. I will put the link in the show notes. It's how to build or break any habit. If you are taking on a challenge, go check out that episode. Go listen to it. There are a ton of amazing, amazing techniques of how to build and break habits in it. There are things such as pattern interrupts and trigger moments and all these different things that are going to help you follow through and stay consistent. So check that out. This is kind of the wrap up of the episode, but I do want to say like, I'm challenging you to pick a challenge, right? If you listen to last week's episode of the podcast, I challenged you to create a vision board, but now I want to challenge you to step it up a bit, right? Find someone that wants to do this, pick a challenge. It could be 10 minutes of meditation a day. It could be work out 30 minutes every day. It could be cutting out something like sugar or social media or something that's making your life worse. And pick that challenge, find someone to do it with, and just take action. Like, do it. Like, your life is not going to improve unless you pick areas of your life that you want to improve and you take steps every day to improve them, right? So maybe you do a morning routine challenge. Maybe it's a nighttime routine challenge. But pick something that is going to improve your life, somewhere where you see a weak area and it's possible to improve, and pick that thing and do that thing every day. So if you do that, make sure you reach out and let me know what you're taking on. Of course, tag me on Instagram, at Early Risers Movement. But you know I appreciate y'all. You know that I love just being part of this podcast and just giving you a ton of value. I have some awesome, awesome guests coming on soon, and I'm super, super excited to just be bringing amazing content to you. So if you got any value out of this episode or any episodes in the past, make sure you head over to iTunes and rate and review the show. That lets us know that you think the show is awesome, and it also ranks the show higher, which allows us to get better guests. And then as well, make sure you connect with me on social media at Early Risers Movement. And of course, as always, keep killing it, and I'll talk to you next time.